0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the road-weary BYU basketball team returns home after another setback to Pepperdine. What now?
1: Has the tournament train derailed BYU Sports Nation basketball analyst Anson Winder on the Cougars' chances to dance once again? Recent history suggests BYU's not done yet. Plus, game day for BYU
0: and Mississippi State football moves. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store.
1: Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation breaking news.
0: BYU and Mississippi State football this fall changing from Saturday, October 15th to Friday, October 14th. The game will air on ESPN or ESPN2. So, Friday Friday Night Lights Night Lights on Homecoming. For BYU and Mississippi State football.
1: Now that's interesting because this is one of BYU's more high-profile games on the schedule. Mississippi State loses Dak Prescott, the uh, dual-threat quarterback that was really good the last couple of years. And now it's a Friday game instead of Saturday. Now now that ESPN or ESPN2 is great because that's a showcase game for BYU. In October, I believe it's, what is that, game 5 or 6? Uh, so that's going to be a tough game. Friday night creates a different dynamic for Mississippi State. Coming out west, one day less of prep, and homecoming on a Friday night is interesting too. I know logistically the rest of campus is like, "What? Homecoming spectaculars on Wednesday and Thursday now? Maybe it's a
0: chance for BYU to own the night. Nostrus nocturnus. nocturnus. That is correct. All of the na- all the nation, when their team hotels wherever they are,
1: they're watching that game. That's so- a great non-conference game in the middle of Friday. In the middle of the season on a Friday. That's great.
0: Again, that game moving from Saturday, October 15th to Friday, October 14th to be aired on ESPN or ESPN2, BYU and Mississippi State. This is BYU Sports Nation. We are broadcasting live in Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Monday, everyone. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. As always, I'm Spencer Linton teamed up with a sun-kissed Jerem Jordan.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a great time uh, in California. I wish BYU would have come home with a few more wins than that. But uh, the volleyball team. Okay, so Thursday night at LMU. We talked about it. The uh, Erickson's had a sign from Bixfield That was awesome. And then uh, Friday at Long Beach State. BYU played a great match and won in 1-4. They lost the next night by 3, unfortunately. And then I'd never been to Malibu. Okay, I, lived, I lived in California for a year and a half when I was younger. I don't claim Cal- California, but I... The Californians. <laughs> I did feel like I was in the California. Take the 101, uh, 405 North, and then go to PCH, bro. No, Malibu was unbelievable. I've never been to Malibu. That was unbelievable. I mean, that place is legit. I don't know how they lose a single recruit. I don't know how anyone goes there and they go, nope, I don't want this. <laughs> because that was amazing, yeah. And then being able to see those gyms uh, for the first time, seeing them on TV, it-, it was it was cool. Pepperdine's gym is... Quaint yep. is small. That's, man. I that's mean, how like, they lose some recruits. Like, yeah. <laughs> Marty Wilson's got it going on with those guys oh, right Marty, now. Marty 105 has a in the testing. RPI. You yes. wish him good luck on the show. Everyone got all crazy on that.
0: I, that was two years ago, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. And you
1: did it again with Matt Wells this year. I and think. BYU won. And BYU won. Good point. No, it, it was a great trip. Um, oh, I totally forgot. I got a grab. I brought a magnet for the uh, – I'll grab it right now. Okay, Jerem's right got
0: now. a magnet. Listen, we learned something new about Jerem's road karma while he displays the new magnet.
1: Here, I'm going to walk over and put it on the wall. Okay.
0: Apparently, it's only good for two wins. Okay, we now know that. Last year, he went to Portland and to Gonzaga. BYU basketball won both of those games. This year, he goes to LMU, BYU wins, and then he goes yep. to the volleyball match. And expend both of the karma road guarantees.
1: Now, should I have avoided going to the match and waited for Pepperdine? That is the question. Now, if it's my fault that BYU shot 29% in the first half and 36% for the game, I'll take it. However, I don't think the karma can overcome certain things. I think that's what we learned this weekend. No, but it was, it was a great trip.
0: Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Men's basketball lost 71-65 at Pepperdine. The Waves have now won four of the last five against the Cougars. More on that game and what it means for the season
1: in a moment. Women's basketball beat Pepperdine in Provo by five, 69-64, led by Kalani Purcells. Listen to this. 16 points, 24 rebounds, tied for second most in school history, and eight assists. Holy shnikes. Dude,
0: she was two assists away from a triple-double, and a triple-double that included 24 <laughs> rebounds. 24.
1: <laughs> wow. Jack Bauer loves it.
0: Number three, men's volleyball split a pair at Long Beach State. As Jerem just referenced, BYU won in four sets on Friday, lost Saturday in three. They play at Irvine this weekend.
1: So the, it, n- nice to get at least one on the road. Long Beach State is good. BYU plays at Irvine, as you mentioned. Those, those are tough out of the gate. Long Beach State owns the tiebreaker because they split and won in less sets. Than BYU. <sighs> so that's not good later in the season. Tie break this.
0: Rise and <laughs> shut. It's time for What's Trending.
1: You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. That's it. Big win for Pepperdine. Tough night for BYU. 71-65. to 65. The waves pull it out by six.
0: Oh, the malice in Malibu. For whatever reason, Pepperdine has BYU's number. They're the new New Mexico. For the fourth time in five games, the Waves have upended the Cougars. They are 100% a bad matchup for BYU, but why? We will talk to Anson Winder in about 15 minutes, and he will explain why he thinks Pepperdine is so tough on BYU. But Jeremy, you referenced the karma can only overcome so much. BYU shooting 36% for the game. Certainly played into the Cougars dropping another one on the road.
1: 29% of the first half was their undoing. Because in the second half, I thought BYU played better. You only give up 71 on the road, too. I I think that that's a pretty good number, especially in what's proven to be a tough matchup with Pepperdine. Uh, And and BYU doesn't pull it out. It's disappointing because BYU is certainly capable of making more shots, making more plays. I had Nick Emery and Chase Fisher combined for 22 misses. That's just way too many, right? Uh, It was tough to get good looks. It was tough for Kyle Davis to make shots in that first half. He was two for eight, including an opening three, and, and BYU turned the ball over, didn't execute at times. Lamont Murray was huge down the stretch, so that's a, that's a tough game that BYU drops. It's another non-Gonzaga St. Mary's loss. Granted, Pepperdine has beaten St. Mary's and BYU now, and are nine and zero. They're undefeated at home. at home. They're undefeated at home. I mean, there's no like excuse for a loss or make you feel better situation here. I'm not going to do that. But Pepperdine is a uh, underrated team 105 in the RPI so not the worst in the world just outside the top 100 BYU gets Pepperdine this week That's weird they play the same two teams this week LMU and Pepperdine at home I'm sure Dave Rose loves the West Coast Conference <laughs> scheduling for that as well Does Gonzaga ever have to do this Does, does Gonzaga like I guess I'm the complainer right now does, does, Gonzaga, <laughs> does Gonzaga Does Gonzaga have to go on the road for a huge Does Gonzaga have to go on the road for these kind of stretches? Do they then have to play the same team the next week? I ask these questions of the West Coast Conference. (laughs) This is BYU Sports Nation.
0: Oh, Nick Emery addressed simply. Wait, do they? "Eh, No, they don't. But for the record, they do not. It wasn't all rhetorical. Thank you. They did not. Yeah, and they (laughs) do not. And they probably will never have to do that. Gonzaga. Make some shots. Nick Emery talked about what the Cougars did and did not do. I think we just missed shots, honestly. We got a little bit too excited when we were open, and uh, you know, those shots we just got knocked down, and we, we didn't do it. Now here's the thing. BYU, despite not shooting the ball well, still up by one with, what, four minutes to play? Yeah. Nick that- Emery makes that layup, gets fouled, and it seems like, okay, got lead. Yep. maybe BYU can find a way, even though they're not shooting the ball very well. But then the execution down the stretch... Oy, it just wasn't there. Dave Rose addressed that. We didn't uh, obviously shoot the ball our best, and uh, it's difficult. You just need you need all your guys to play well. You need your inside guys to play well. You need your perimeter guys to play well.
1: The last four minutes, we just we just weren't very good. But we got it to a point where we could have won it if we'd executed down the stretch. So.
0: BYU coming off the end of a long road swing. Nine of the last 11 games played by BYU basketball away from the Marriott Center.
1: Now, in, in conference, BYU has played, uh, what, eight games? After LMU, it is the halfway point. Yes. Okay, so six of eight to start conference play. Nice to play seven of ten on the road, but I, I would just prefer some balance there, right? Dave Rose talked about it at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the conference really hooked us up.
0: How much does that play into <laughs> what, what is us. happening to BYU right now? They go three and three. In their
1: six road games, split all three weekends.
0: They won every Thursday. Did they win every Thursday? No, game? they
1: lost St. Mary's on a Thursday. Oh, that's right, they yeah. lost St. Mary's, they lost Mary's on a Portland Thursday. Portland on a Saturday, Pepperdine on a Saturday,
0: and beat Pacific on a Saturday. Trust Regardless. me, I had,
1: a, I, I had uh, you know an hour and a half drive back to think about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> back to Hermosa Beach.
0: Here is the good part: BYU now has the luxury of playing seven of the next ten conference games at home. Oh!
1: Where the Cougars are undefeated, undefeated. That's going to be the key to the season, man. Because the schedule wasn't favorable. BYU was uh, three and three on the road in conference, so now they go seven of ten at home, and things can change so quickly, so quickly with wins. Haven't we been in the same spot the last two years watching BYU? Hoops? Yes, yes. Two we years have. ago, when this program, as my grandpa says, was radio only. BYU lost the LMU Pepperdine swing, and I said, NIT! It's over! <laughs> and BYU made the NCAA tournament. I was wrong. I was totally wrong. They were a ten seed, in fact. Then last year, we all felt like BYU was out as well. We all? We all minus one man. <laughs> one captain of the people. Come on! One conductor of the train. Again, they lost. Spencer, power. yeah, exactly. I, we were saying that too often. Um, now we sit in the same position. BYU needs this end-of-season run, to be able to make the NCAA tournament. But because they're home. It's set up. To me, it's not over. It's it, set it's, up. Trust me, it's really close. But it is not over.
0: Guess what? BYU has Pepperdine, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga all at home in that seven-game that seven stretch at the Marriott
1: Center. Paging the rock. It's, it's go time. It's go time. Pepperdine, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga all in Provo. And now you look at the last several years, okay, the last two specifically, of how BYU's done the last seven games of each season. It's pretty good. That's our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Hear me out. In the final seven home games of each of the last two seasons, so the last 14, if you will, in the back seven at home. 13 and 1. Oh, okay. For BYU, including a combined 3-0 versus St. Mary's wait, and Gonzaga. Wait, wait. Say that again. Say that last part again, please. Including a combined 3-0 against St. Mary's and Gonzaga. Well, let's see. Does BYU play St. Mary's home. and Gonzaga
0: at home? I'm coming in home, the final seven. I'm coming yes, home. they do. There are opportunities for BYU to impress with quality wins on their
1: home floor late. Okay, now there's a thing called RPI Wizard. That you look up often because you like the RPI. I hate the RPI. I think it's dumb, but I get why it's used. Okay, you can project based on wins and losses of wherever what your RPI would be. Right, if you won certain games, what if BYU goes what if they win all ten? They'll be a top fifty RPI team. They'll be thirty (laughs) six. If what if they go nine and one? Wasn't it in the forties? Nine and one with a
0: loss. Let's say against St. Mary's at home, the
1: league leader. Okay?
0: 50. They'll have an RPI of 50. If you're in
1: the top 50 in the RPI, you're more than likely making the NCAA tournament. Correct. Okay? Correct. So if BYU goes on this run again, I know, I know that the, the negative blue goggle people, ah, it's over. And I ticked. It's not over right now.
0: It's not. It really isn't. There are too many opportunities for BYU to go out and get themselves back into it. And it just, the schedule shakes out in a positive fashion.
1: Now it's positive.
0: Yes. Okay, they played 9 of 11 on the road. Brutal. Brutal. They get through that stretch, I think, with a record of 7-4 and 4 or something like that. Okay. Fine. Survival. Good enough. Because you can come home and take care of business at the Marriott Center. Now, BYU, in those, each of the last two seasons, Jeremy, which they've made the tournament, have gone 8-2 and two in the last 10 games.
1: 8-2. and two. I don't know that 8-2. Oh, all three, of the, all three of those years in the West Coast Conference, 8-2 and two of the back 10.
0: I don't—they've made the tournament. They've got 8-2 and two in the back eight 10. And 2
1: might not be enough? I don't know. I, th- I think—I think that BYU can only afford a total, including Vegas, two, two losses, losses the rest of the year. Because we were screaming 26 wins. We'll break this down a little bit more later. We were screaming 26 wins. Gets you in. I'm now going to the—okay, aim for 25. It's changed for me. BYU has a chance. They
0: have a chance to take care of things and move themselves up in the RPI with quality wins. Which brings us to today's Twitter question. What
1: are your expectations for BYU men's basketball the rest of the season? Okay, Tough to ask this question after the Pepperdine loss, but we do on a Monday. What are your expectations for BYU men's basketball for the rest of the season? To me, it's a late season run in which BYU plays really well at home, hopefully avoids a loss on the road to say San Francisco. That's going to be a tough game or otherwise and then goes into Vegas with some mojo, and then gets to Tuesday night, and then you see what happens. That's that's what I expect.
0: And here's the thing. BYU, 8-2 and two in each of the years they made the tournament in the WCC, the back 10, they've never played seven home games in the final 10.
1: So you're saying maybe they'll go 9-1. Oh, if, my goodness. Dave Rose wins at the end of the season. That's what you're they'll saying.
0: They'll be favored in every game except St. Mary's at home. The odds are in their favor. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, Anson Weiner tells us, has the choo-choo train died? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
1: Do you know what Kalani Sataki and those guys are doing right this second?
0: Recruiting!
1: Recruiting! Because next Wednesday is February 3rd, and that is National Signing Day for BYU football. So come hang out with us, uh, and we'll have live coverage of Football Signing Day on BYU Sports Nation and otherwise on BYU TV. Don't miss it. No one will cover Signing Day on the telly and radio like us.
0: And if you experienced it last year, case in point to what Jerem just said, it was unprecedented coverage of Signing Day at BYU, and we're going to do it again. Twitter question today. What do you expect for men's basketball at BYU for the rest of the season? At Young 1993 says, undefeated. Yeah, I know those are high expectations. Hashtag blue goggle alert.
1: Yeah, that is a blue goggle alert. I'm, I'm not saying is going to go undefeated. They could probably go 8-2 and two in the back, 10, and you'd feel pretty good, right? 8 of 10 wins, that's good. But what BYU needs... Is probably nine and one. Nine and one, with BYU going nine
0: and one in the back half, that would guarantee at least a couple of quality wins. Whether it's St. Mary's, Gonzaga, and Pepperdine, okay? So you'd have at least you have at least two, at those, least two right? quality wins right yeah. there. So yeah, can can BYU go undefeated? I don't know. Let's bring on a guy who can offer his opinion. We'll get to that in just a bit. Anson Winder back with us on BYU Sports Nation. Our Current BYU TV basketball analyst, Anson, good to have you back in Studio B. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. It's
1: a sweater day.
0: Except for you, man. You didn't get the text. (laughs) I I was just in Malibu. I don't
1: know where you guys have been man.
0: All right, Anson, we're going to talk about the back half, the back 10 for BYU here in a minute. But first and foremost, why is Pepperdine such a tough matchup for BYU?
2: I think credit to Pepperdine. They scout us, I think, better than anyone in the league. I watch the game, and I think, man, they know our plays just as well as we do, I think, just as well as BYU knows their own plays. They, they're they running, they're beating BYU to the spots, and credit to their coaching staff, credit to their team, they just know how to scout us. Is BYU become somewhat predictable
1: then, or you just think Pepperdine's done a good job?
2: Uh, Maybe, it could be a little bit of both. Uh, it could be the fact that you know we're so consistent in the fact that the plays we run, we run on, you know, game, we run all the time. hmm And Pepperdine can see that and and say, hey, look, we know what plays BYU is going to run, when they run them, and they prepare for it better than anyone, I'd say.
0: Three losses in a row in Malibu, but BYU now has Pepperdine at home. They play LMU and Pepperdine last week, turn around and get them in the Marriott Center. How do you like BYU's chances on their home floor against the Waves?
2: I think BYU will do a lot better at home, Of, of course, just the mentally. You don't have to t- deal with that grueling travel of going to California and then having to play two road games. I think the fact that they can stay here for a week and prepare and and feel comfortable being back on the Marriott and having the fans behind them and that home field advantage, uh, it'll pay dividends uh, come Thursday and Saturday.
1: Last year we talked a lot about the rebounding margin because I think until the West Coast Conference title game, you as a senior in that team were, I think, undefeated on the season or something when you out-rebounded teams. Was that something you guys talked about? Because Saturday, it was, BYU was a negative two in the rebounding margin and lost on the road.
2: Yeah, that's definitely something that's talked about. And it's rare that BYU is outscored, out-rebounded, and I think they had an more shot. assists. Than, yeah, and outside of their field goal percentage was better than ours as well. So that's, it's rare, and it's tough to win, as we know. You're, you're going to win very few games when you're, you know, outdid in every category like like we were that game. And it's definitely something that's talked about because rebounding is such a key factor on offense and defensive end. If you lose that battle, it's, it's tough to win that game.
0: I don't know that people understand just how difficult it is to play away from home consistently. BYU has now played nine of the last 11 on the road. So that being said, Anson, I know you're a competitor and you were in it. How much of Saturday's struggle at Pepperdine specifically has to do with the fact that BYU is a little bit road-weary?
2: I think that plays a huge part. Even in my four years, I don't remember having a schedule this brutal on the road, uh, and it takes a toll. Especially when you're take, you're talking about taking a young team on the road for so many weeks at a time. I, I can't remember the last time they've been here. It seems like that they've played a home game, so it, it definitely takes a toll. And you can see the guys get tired. You know, especially when coach kind of dwindles on the lineup, and you're playing six or seven guys. You know, major minutes. You can see it kind of wear. You know, towards the end of the weekend.
1: Is there too much pressure on? Uh... Nick Emery and Chase Fisher to, to make plays right now because there's a not not a lot of scoring coming off the bench? Like, if Zach Selya struggles, there's going to be, like, four points off the bench, which is what the case was Saturday. Uh, I don't know if I'd say it would
2: mainly be on their shoulders as much as it is a team, the full team concept. Yes, we haven't gotten a ton of contributions down low, uh, but... Everyone knows BYU is a premier-oriented team. We have to shoot jump shots to win, and you live and die by making outside shots. So whether that be Nick or that be Chase, everyone has to hit their shots or you know, not on an consistent basis for them to win the game.
0: What is it about teams that can go on the road and shoot the ball well? What, what is it mentally that allows a team that even though they're not in their own gym, they just go wherever they go, they, they feel like they're going to shoot the ball well because this team has struggled at Portland and now at Pepperdine in the last few
2: I think that's some confidence and then some experience that goes along with it. I feel like just me as a player, I'd never felt comfortable shooting away from home until like my second, third year being in the conference and being playing college basketball. And that just comes with the territory. You're so used to, you're so comfortable being at home and making shots at home. You go on the road and it's like, whoa, I wasn't ready for this. And, and that's something that I think they're starting to be more comfortable with, but clearly they're not there yet.
1: You were on three teams and made the NCAA tournament in um, all four years. Pretty bubblicious, especially last year. Um, had to get the, you know, had to get the uh, Gonzaga win. Yet we sit here and we look at BYU and we go, and, and we both argued for BYU still being able to make the NCAA tournament. What was it like uh, in those situations where you knew you had to play well down the stretch? And in three of those four years in which you made the tournament, you went eight and two down the back ten. Th- I think
2: the pressure adds to your competitiveness, and you go out and not to say that. The guys aren't trying to compete to win before, but it's just that added edge now that your backs are against the wall, and it's it's do or die at this point where we either win or we and, move, and win and move on, or you don't. And it, it's not scary for me right now because you look at my freshman year and where we barely went to the tournament and we were playing game for that 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 year That's as the well. That's the Iona game. Now the Iona game, I was scared then going in because we didn't have those great wins. We just had we did beat Gonzaga down the stretch, but. Even then, you don't have a, a ton of quality wins. You you just get to 23, 24 games. And, and to this team, I think if they get to 25 games and can beat a St. Mary's and a Gonzaga at home, it'll uh, only add to our chances of going to the tournament at the end of the year. All
0: right, let's have some fun with this. The last 10 games, I just want you to tell me win, toss-up, or loss. Okay? I'm going to throw out a name. You tell me win, toss-up, or You've loss. You've got
1: RPI Wizard up. Look out. <laughs> Starting
0: with this Thursday... LMU in Provo, win. Pepperdine in Provo, toss up. Woo. St. Mary's in Provo, uh, win. Pacific. You'll go win with St.
1: Mary's over Pepperdine. Wow. Pepperdine
2: has just caused so many wow. problems over the years, okay. and they handed it to us at home last year. Not to say they'll do that again this year, but it's more of a toss up. I mean, okay. okay. People, I think. P- the
0: Pacific yeah. in Provo, win. At San Francisco. Ooh, win. Okay. At Santa Clara. That's
2: tough, though. It would be a tough win, but win, yeah. Uh, at Santa Clara, ooh, win. Okay. Another tough one, though.
0: At San Diego. Oh, they're struggling this year. I'd say win. Okay, then three home games to finish. San Diego at home. Ah, uh, win. Portland at home. <sighs> Toss-up. K okay, Portland at home as a I heard, toss-up. I just
1: heard someone like on the crew in the headset go, loss. That, what, what? <laughs> what? To who, San Diego or Portland? Portland. <laughs> what in the world? Portland at home with toss-up. That's a loss.
0: Okay, Gonzaga at home to close up the regular season. Uh, uh, toss-up.
1: Toss up because okay. Gonzaga
2: fair. always bounces back after they lose games. You see, when we beat them last year, the run that they went on took them all the way to the what elite, the elite eight? eight and lost to Duke. Yeah. yeah, so they they bounce back from losses.
0: Okay, so seven wins, three toss ups, and the toss ups. Anson has pointed out Pepperdine at home, Portland at home, Gonzaga at home. You like all three road wins for BYU at San Francisco, at Santa Clara, at San Diego.
2: Yes. Santa Clara will be tough on the road. They even gave Gonzaga problems. They probably should have beat Gonzaga on they the road. They
1: always do, so, but they always do. They play
2: well yeah. at home, and that's expected. I don't think this will be a game where BYU goes and, and blows them out by no means. But I think even they, though they, they won by thirty six at home, that's yeah. What saying, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 36. It's amazing what a home court uh, do for a team.
0: So BYU chances to go nine and one or twenty six, or get to tw- Yeah, get to is it twenty five or twenty six?
1: 25, 25 is the number for me. Okay. 26 for me is a little too high
0: now. That would be 12 and 1 <laughs> in the last 13. Getting to the championship game would be tw- to 26. get 26 wins.
1: 25, you can afford two losses. What, what is it about Vegas, by the way, that like, is this a year where Burey could actually just go in there and win the tournament? Yes. I feel like, it, no offense to last year's team. For whatever reason, I feel like this year's team is more capable than last year's. I don't yes. know why.
2: I think so too because it,
1: inside presence with Kyle Davis.
2: Yeah, inside presence, and you look at the makeup of the conference. Gonzaga can go. lose. St. Mary's can lose. Whereas the years pre- previous, you didn't always feel that way about Gonzaga. It was yeah, they'd have close games, but Brave you didn't bowl. necessarily think oh they would lose to this team or this team. Same with St. Mary's. So it's more of a toss up this year, which adds for BYU's favor because they could easily catch heat
0: and go in there and win the tournament. Anson Winder with us on BYU Sports Nation, joining us in Studio B.
1: Yeah, If if BYU has 25 wins, and they have a win over St. Mary's and or Gonzaga, and they get to Tuesday night, which is championship night, you think BYU's in, win or lose? Because the the numbers say about 59% in
2: right now. 59% in. I like those chances. I, I think, me personally, I would say yes. I, you just never know with the selection, with the team, the committee that picks. They may not say that that's enough. I think that would be enough.
1: I think that would get him in. And the, and the last, I mean, three out of the last four years when BYU has been in that situation where you have at least like 25, it's been in. Last year so. was 25. The number was 25.
2: I think so because no matter which conference you're in, winning 25 games is, that's an impressive it's feat. It's tough to do. That's tough to do. There's teams in the ACC that don't win 25 games and still go to the
0: tournament. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So eighteen
1: and sixteen, <laughs> North Carolina. <State laughs> yeah. is a Here's 10 the thing.
0: Seed. Here's the thing for me to watch. Okay, two years ago, when BYU got a ten seed, they were not in a playing game. He played Oregon. It was the ten seed, three and one against St. Mary's and Gonzaga that year.
1: Right now, it's one and one. You've got a legit shot to be three and one. in one, one.
0: BYU goes three and one against those teams.
1: And as of right now, BYU's in fourth place, meaning they'd play St. Mary's potentially in a semi,
2: with home games on the stretch.
1: With home games.
0: There you go, Anson. Gotta
1: do Always Gotta compelling do
0: stuff, my friend. Nice sweater. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. I Jeremy, think I got we'll this out of you your the, closet. We'll send you the memo the next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just text me. <laughs> Include me with the shoulder designs, even Anson. Yeah, this was wait, in your that, closet, that, that, Spencer. That, that, Spencer. <laughs> I think I grabbed this out of your closet
1: <laughs> from Express. Where'd you get yeah. it? Man?
0: I don't know. Ask <laughs> Spencer. He got it. A little shoulder patch. <laughs> Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we dive into bracketology. Wait, is BYU even in a bracket? Anson, are you riding a horse after this? What are those patches doing? Hello, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio simulcast on BYU TV. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Listen, Thursday
1: night's one of those late ones, okay? It's on ESPNU against LMU, men's hoops. 11 Eastern on ESPNU and BYU Radio. So get a nap in. We don't want you being ornery, okay? I'm talking to you mainly. So we can have fun Thursday night back in the Marriott. I forgot. I forgot where I sit in the Marriott. I forgot how to get there. It's just been a while. When have I ever been Henri? I remember, but I don't want to go there. <laughs> there have been like three times the last six hundred eighty days. Oh Last time I was Henri, probably the first segment. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines: BYU and Mississippi State's football game this fall. Changing from Saturday, October 15th to now Friday, October 14th. Friday Night Lights for the Cougars and Bulldogs. That game will air on ESPN or ESPN2.
1: Men's basketball loss 71-65 at Pepperdine. A game seen right here on BYU TV. The Waves have won four of the last five against the Cougars. More on that in What's the Chance? Coming up.
0: Women's basketball. They held on against Pepperdine in Provo 69-64 to win their eighth consecutive game. They're in first place in the WCC. Kalani Purcell, 16 points, 24 rebounds, wow, and 8 assists. Those 24 rebounds tied for second most in school history.
1: And number 3 men's volleyball split a pair at Long Beach State. BYU won in 4 Friday, lost Saturday in 3 of the Cougars play at Irvine this weekend. There were uh, a Great amount of uh, BYU fans of that game, by the way. That was the third most attended Long Beach State volleyball match ever. So lots of BYU fans there. That was very cool. I can't tell you how many people, by the way, commented on my mustache or lack thereof over the weekend. It had to be tens of dozens. No, not that many. Tens of
0: dozens. No, it, was
1: like, it was like a baker's dozen times two. <laughs> <laughs> so baker's 26. 26, yeah. 26 I didn't take a math class at BYU, but that was the <laughs> highest category on my ACT.
0: Speaking of math and logistics and percentages, we have talked about these three little letters, probably ad nauseum, over the last month or so. And that is (laughs) RPI, Ratings Percentage Index. It deals with college basketball teams, their win-loss record, and their opponents win-loss records. And their opponents'
1: opponents' win-loss and records. And their
0: opponents' opponents' win-loss <laughs> records. So, for
1: whatever records. that means, th- this is a metric used by the NCAA um, selection committee, one of which is BYU Athletic Director Tom Hommel, to determine criteria for teams getting in. So, the latest update on BYU is they're number 75.
0: There are 351 Division one college basketball teams. Keep that in mind. 351. They are ranked from 1 to 351.
1: To get in that large bid, you generally need to be in the top 50. Yes, so, so BYU. If they if they can win down the stretch or go eight and two, nine and one, blah, blah blah, they can get near or in the top fifty.
0: They are seventy five right now. A nice round number. What about our good friend Bracket Matrix? Where are the Cougars in Bracket Matrix? I know what this is. Is this website has compiled every single bracket that projects the NCAA tournament.
1: Like your mom could make a bracket, it and would be probably in bracket. It majors. would be there. So it's it's basically every it's it's not it's all the credible ones and the non credible ones together. Oh, okay? uh, Jeremy, where does your mom have the Cougars right now? My mom has uh, them as an 11th seed <laughs> playing in uh, Oakland. Yeah, uh, BYU's nowhere to be seen in bracket Not one. they're not in a single not bracket. one bracket. Yeah.
0: Hey, Bracket Matrix, what the heck, man? Are you questioning my logic? Absolutely, I'm questioning your logic.
1: Yeah. It's way yeah. too early. Well, they don't deserve to be in a bracket right, right now. now. Right, right now. now, they do not. Right Absolutely. Now. So that's fair. Joe Linardi, nowhere to be seen. By the way, Gonzaga, seventh in on uh, Gonzaga. And then USA Today's Bracketology, Gonzaga's fourth. Is St. Gun- Mary's a
0: seventh seed? Are they a seventh seed in that Bracketology right now? In Linardi?
1: Yeah. Seven. seven. And, and Gonzaga, nine. Listen, listen. In the USA Today's Bracketology, Gonzaga would be in Dayton. So if BYU, could BYU knock out Gonzaga out of the NCAA tournament? I don't think it'll go that far. But it is not a three-bid league, dude. It's not. So BYU's going to have to do something wild. They're going to have to beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga probably at home. Is, that, is that one wild, of them though? Or
0: both in Vegas. Is that wild, though, to beat those teams at home?
1: I think, no. At home, no. But I think that in Vegas, you may have a situation where BYU, I think BYU, I don't think, I I feel super strongly uh, about what I think. That BYU has to get to Tuesday night, and they have to go through Gonzaga or St. Mary's to do it.
0: In the semifinals.
1: Yes, so that they own, uh, they're up 2-1 or 3-0 on one or both if BYU
0: beats St. Mary's and Gonzaga at home, they would finish the regular season 3-1 and one against those teams. Both of those teams are in Lunardi's bracketology right now. Gonzaga so a be good win. has a 9-seed, St. Mary's has a 7-seed. If BYU goes 3-1 and one against those teams... Who would be out? Okay, do you think it's a
1: 3-bid league? Could it be a 3-bid league?
0: Only if BYU wins the West Coast Conference Tournament.
1: Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Only if BYU Let's or say, somebody else yes. wins the I, West Coast Conference oh, tournament, non Saint Mary's Gonzaga BYU. wins yeah, yeah.
0: WCC tournament three bid. Let's
1: league. say BYU does get to Tuesday night because if they lose in the semi, I don't see how they get in. Let's say BYU gets to Tuesday night. Okay, is it a two bid league and it's against Saint Mary's or Gonzaga? I know there's a lot of other things at play. Well,
0: then it's probably either BYU or Gonzaga
1: out. Yes, because right now Saint Mary's has been the surprise. Randy Bennett, coach of the year. In the West Coast Conference because no one thought that they would contend, let alone lead right now. Let alone lead. it the, wins over BYU and Gonzaga, both at home, by
0: what's the way. What's the number one metric when you're trying to compare two teams, especially in conference? Head-to-head. Head-to-head. To head. Head head.
1: And St. Mary's is 2-0 and oh against the big two. And we say the big two. And Gonzaga is in fourth is, right now. Gonzaga
0: is 0-2 oh against
1: BYU and <laughs> St. Mary's. Both on the road. No, no, no. One was at home. Sorry. What? So to one BYU. home, one road. So if BYU... Who's in the, okay, oh. who's in the best position to do really well down the stretch? BYU! It's Brigham. Isn't that crazy? Not, not based on current play, just based on schedule. It is Brigham Young University.
0: Uh, remind me, Jerem, has BYU lost a home game this year? No, they have not. So why, why are we to think that all of a sudden BYU is going to start playing terribly at home?
1: It's just, it's, just an, it's just interesting because BYU plays so differently on the road, right? At home, they're confident. Zach Selyus is unbelievable, right? Part of that's probably being a freshman. And Anson Winder said it took him two or three years in league to get comfortable in some of these road gyms. BYU plays, I think, better defense you know, at home. Maybe not. I, they might play better defense on the road now that I think about it. If
0: BYU goes 9-1 and one in the last 10, I know that's like, whoa, seven home games seven home games, and you have road games against Santa Clara and a terrible San Diego team. Okay, BYU, has BYU ever lost to Santa Clara in WCC play? No. They're the only
1: team in conference that BYU has never lost
0: to. Okay. BYU lost to everybody else. BYU has a legitimate shot to go at least 9-1 and in the back 10, and if they do that, they would most likely—
1: They'll be a top 50 RPI team. Yes. You'll have a win against either Gonzaga or St. Mary's or both— Okay. So now all of a sudden you have two good wins, maybe three. Throw if, Pepperdine if into you, that mix. If you, have, if you have three top 50 wins, which by the way, Gonzaga probably would slip out of the top 50 at BYU... Could slip out of the top 50s. I think St. Mary's will be a top 50 RPI By the way,
0: Gonzaga needs to beat St. Mary's in Spokane. You should all root for Gonzaga to win the home game against St. Mary's so that they are in the top 50 of the RPI. And
1: that BYU's win or wins, potentially, against them mean more. You don't want Gonzaga to fall too much. You want him to actually... Like, last year's win was amazing because Gonzaga was so good, had lost, I think, one game up until that point. It was at Arizona in overtime or something. That win meant everything. It got BYU into Dayton. That's how much BYU was just hanging on for dear life at that point.
0: The one year BYU had a winning record against Gonzaga and St. Mary's in the West Coast Conference... Non-Dayton. They, they were not in a play-in game. They made the tournament
1: as a Listen, 10 seed. I'll take a play-in game, though, because you can, beggars can't be choosers. The beggars are the ones that have their backs against the wall, that have to make this crazy run, and hope that they get in. That's what the position that BYU is in right now, and being in the NCAA tournament greater than winning the NIT. Yeah, you heard me. Brian Logan, that, that was for you, Brian. Being in the NCAA tournament greater than winning the NIT, and that is the goal right now, and is... And it's something that BYU can do.
0: 25 wins, BYU 58.2% chance to make the NCAA tournament. That's two losses between
1: now and, and Title Tuesday in Whew. Vegas.
0: Title Tuesday. Tuesday. We will be there. BYU TV will be live in Las Vegas as uh, we break down yeah. the West Coast Conference tournament once again.
1: I love it. It's, it's fun because we're on at 9 a.m. For that show, because we're, we're in the uh, Pacific time zone. So that means we meet at 6 a.m., 6.30 in, 6 instead of 7.30. <laughs> Waking up if I, No, it's awesome. We love it. Seriously. <laughs> the grind is awesome during that. What are your expectations for
0: men's basketball for the rest of the season? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Kial Kim or Kyle Kim. I'm not sure how you want me to say that. 21-10 in the regular season and without a tournament championship, we'll give them an NIT invitation. You're right.
1: 21-10 would put BYU in the NIT. 23 losses or less, NIT. 24, you got a slight shot, but probably no more.
0: Up next on BYU Sports Nation, what's the chance the Cougars make the tournament? Let's go. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan reunited and live
1: from Studio
0: B. If you ever miss an episode of the show live, watch the rebroadcast weeknight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern.
1: Next Wednesday is Football Signing Day on BYU TV. Check it out. You can hang with us on BYU TV throughout the day. We'll have uh, full coverage of Kalani Satake's first signing class. All he did was have six weeks to get out there and do it. So those guys are <laughs> knocking doors right now. Hey, do you have a kid? that? No, no I'm just kidding. But th- they're going to bring in, it looks like a good group again. Uh, let's see how many guys they flip from other schools too or who comes from, I don't know, Oregon State or whatever uh, with them. That's next Wednesday on BYU TV.
0: Jerem, what's the chance we play What's the Chance right now? 100%. BYU
1: Sports Nation asks, what's the chance?
0: Time to assign the percentage awesomeness to the following situations as we play What's the Chance? Number one. What's the chance BYU beats Pepperdine at home on Saturday? I say 90% chance BYU beats Pepperdine at home. They are angry. It's going to be tough for Pepperdine to come into this environment. BYU back home feeling good, shooting the ball well. I think the Cougars win by double figures against Pepperdine. 90%
1: chance. 90.1% Ooh, that BYU wins. I, I just think at home they're going to be a lot better. I really do. I think the crowd's going to have an influence. And it'll be nice because there isn't a wall five feet behind the, the hoops. By the way,
0: BYU in all of their home games this year, winning by an average of 20.4 points per game. Thank you, Adams State. 20.4 points in per Santa game. And Santa Clara.
1: <laughs> Number two. What's the chance BYU makes the NCAA tournament? Jerem? Uh, I'm going to go forty percent. Okay, I, I believe that BYU can do this. It's going to be tough, but I think that they can do it. I think they get, need to get twenty five wins, and they can't have multiple collapses on the road or home. Right? They've got to play well. So I give them forty percent.
0: I've been one hundred percent basically all year. Mm. I'm going to go ninety nine point nine. No, Where's can't do it after a loss. Can't do it after a loss. <laughs> 99.9% chance. With attorney train code blue or something? Blue goggle like? alert. Yes. Blue goggle alert. <laughs> Listen, and we've been, <laughs> getting, we, we've been getting tweets in, okay? At JT4America, I love the blue goggles you guys are always wearing.
1: Listen, I'm not the one always wearing the blue goggles. It's this guy over here. Yet I seem to be in his corner because he's been right the last two years. I'm not saying BYU will do it. I'm And saying BYU for the first
0: it. time has seven of the final ten at home in that stretch. Uh, it's all about how the scheduling plays out the rest of the season. Yes, it hurts the BYU, BYU loss to Pepperdine.
1: The B, it's it's more about the way BYU has played at home. Not that they're home. It's the way they've played at home that gives you the confidence that they can at least win six of those seven, uh, and then hopefully on the road you can not take care of business against yeah not bad drop
0: teams. Away. Okay, go nine and one. It. <laughs> It really eight and two
1: would be eight and two would be solid. It's prob- probably.
0: Eight and two is probably just by percentages alone, probably like what they will do.
1: eight and two. I might even lean on seven and three, just given the way they've played on the road, right? That you would drop a ro- you hope not, but anyways, I think that BYU goes eight and two plus. Number three. What's the chance Jimmer time happens in an NBA game? Jimmer. <sighs> this one's tough. I'll go twelve percent. I he's played well in the D League, but hasn't gotten a shot. I mean, there still could be injuries. There still could be needs down the stretch. There might be a team that wants wants him, but it's tough because it's year five. People know what they're going to get with Jimmer Fredette, and for whatever reason, they haven't taken the bait.
0: Playing in a game, playing in a game. Yeah, I say ten percent. Now I think I'm Jimmer, higher than you. I think Jimmer. What's wrong with this? Twice you've been higher than me on Pepperdine and now on Jimmer. Wow. Here's the thing. <laughs> I think he's going to sign a ten-day contract. I'm almost positive at some point he will be on an NBA roster somewhere this year. But play, but you're wondering if he'll play playing in, in an actual mm-hmm. game ten 10%. percent.
1: I a hundred percent hope, twelve percent think. Number four. What's the chance Kalani Satake swings at least one commit from the Utes. I think that uh, this will be seventy six percent. I think that byu has got a shot at switching a guy. I hope that no one switched from BYU to Utah. That might happen too. I know there was a particular recruit who was a four star who uh, is a BYU commit, but went on a visit to the U and had a U jacket on and stuff, and that just ruffled my feathers a little bit. But but the kid can go and do what he wants, right? It's fine. You, you know, you get invited to multiple parties, go to those parties, whatever. So uh, I think yeah, he'll won. at least one. Yeah, seventy six.
0: What was the year that Ty Detmer and BYU scored seventy against the Utes? Was that eighty nine? I think it was eighty nine. Okay, so I'm going to do eighty nine percent. Not seventy. <laughs> BYU <laughs> swings and Collins is going to swing at least one player from the U to commit to BYU.
1: Did they bring Ty back in, or they just alerted him of the record of what <laughs> touchdown passes or yards or something? Right,
0: <laughs> something like that. Which is
1: that we call that Collinsworthing A team <laughs> tied up where Collinsworth, Utah in that game. Oh, that's a mouthful. Dude. Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Collings. Worth number five. What's the chance Kawhi Leonard leads the Spurs into Golden State? And why gets are, the win? why, are, why we are we discussing te- this? Why, I know Tim Duncan's not playing tonight, but Golden State—what uh, are they forty-one and four or something—and the Spurs are like two or three games back. This is a huge NBA game tonight at Golden State. What, so, what are the chances Kawhi Le- zero? Because Golden State's going to win zero. Golden State not losing oh, at home, especially without Tim Duncan. They're playing not the losing
0: at home. Are you kidding me? Like the
1: whole year or tonight? Tonight,
0: especially with no Tim Duncan for the Spurs. They'll lose at home at least once. For the first time ever on BYU Sports Nation, on BYU Sports Nation, we have broken down the Spurs and the Warriors in the NBA.
1: (laughs) Why would you name a show BYU something and then not talk about BYU for a while?
0: Granted, Kawhi Leonard does have ties to BYU
1: back at San Diego State during the Jimmer years. Jeff Chapman thinks Kawhi Leonard has large hands. (laughs) hands. Kawhi Leonard came here for the Jimmer All-Star game?
0: His hands are enormous.
1: It was like shaking a baseball mitt. It's like, <laughs> wow.
0: He has the biggest hands in the NBA. Yeah, that is truth. Number six. What's the chance we do countdown oh, get out to the here. Wildcats? Get out here. Countdown to the Wildcats. Two twenty two. Where did Jerem go? He has unplugged. And disconnected from the show. Oh! <laughs> 222 days away from BYU football against Arizona. What are your expectations for men's basketball for the rest of the season? You can come back, Jerem. We're talking basketball now. At JK16. Win every other game and then make an awesome run of the tournament, which ends with a heartbreaking loss. Hashtag NIT. Come on, JK16! We're not, if we're not talking countdown, I'm back. Stay with us. Okay. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Jerem?
1: Uh, let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar whip Around. Football. BYU and Mississippi State's football game this fall is changing from Saturday, October 15th to Friday, October 14th. The game will air on ESPN or ESPN2. Men's basketball. Clear eyes, full
0: hearts. Can't lose. The Cougars did lose 71-65 in hoops well. on the road to Pepperdine. They turn right around and host LMU and Pepperdine in the Marriott Center this week. Just win.
1: Women's basketball. The ladies beat Pepperdine at home, 69-64, led by Kalani Purcell, 16 points, 24 boards, and 8 assists. Yeah, I said 24 rebounds. Prediction, she will win the West Coast Conference Player of the Week for a third week in, the row, yeah, in a row. Should have
0: double-double volleyball. her game. BYU men's volleyball split the weekend with Long Beach State on the road winning in four sets on Friday and losing in three sets on Saturday.
1: Cougars in the NFL. Lonnie Fua had one tackle in the Cardinals' loss to the Panthers in the NFC Championship game. Gymnastics.
0: BYU scored a season high 195.475 on Friday night. Mackenzie Halliday tied for first in the all-around competition and won on the beam.
1: Track and fill. Zach Blackham cracked the top 10 in BYU indoor history for high jump clearing 7-2-5. That's sixth in school history. Very nice. And Tatenda Sumba is now ranked fifth in school history in the 200 indoor with a 21-16. Nicely done. Tennis.
0: The men's team knocked off Nevada, and the women took care of Maryland. Nice job,
1: Jimmer. His Jimmerness had 17 points, four rebounds, four assists in a win against the Erie Bay Erie Bay The Erie Bay Erie Bay Yes, something like that. Nice audible on your part, Jimmer. <laughs> Jimmer. Jimmer. Jerem, I've been called that on the basketball team. Jimmer, That's crazy. <laughs> Jimmer, Jerram!
0: Who was the guy on the mountain that used to call Jimmer, Jimmer, jammer.
1: Oh, I Jimmer jammer? I don't remember. Jimmer, <laughs> Jammer! I don't remember. I think it was an analyst. It wasn't James Bates. That guy, that guy was good. I, I miss Jimmy Bates. I Jimmer he's working Bates. working for the
0: SEC Network now. Mm. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you needed most, DexterLaw.com. Kalani Purcell, 16 points, 24 rebounds, 8 assists in one game. What a monster
1: performance. Shout out, by the way, to uh, Ryan's, to uh, all the BYU fans that attended those games over the weekend. Southern California, tons of BYU fans. It was cool to have BYU TV down there doing those games as well. And that was uh, you know, simulcast regionally. And it was great to see all those BYU fans interact with those that watch BYU Sports Nation. That was a lot of fun. We appreciate you watching the show, listening to the show.
0: What are your expectations for BYU men's basketball for the rest of the season? Let's get back to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At AussieDan9418, it's pretty cut and dry. Either BYU wins the West Coast Conference Tournament to get to the NCAA Tournament, or they are NIT-bound. No
1: at large. No, I don't agree with that. It's short-sighted. It's short-sighted. There's... I think that people are projecting what they think will happen. We're saying Buoy still got a shot. That now that shot is not like ninety percent going to happen, right? It's pro- I gave it a forty no, percent. Can chance.
0: anybody look at the schedule? Can anybody legitimately say after everything we've laid out with the RPI wizard and like
1: all these situations? There things, always are people, Spencer, that will think this way.